and welcome to Gear Switch, a monthly podcast where writer and activist Jess Skolnick and myself, fanfight staff writer Colette Arend, examine the best and worst of wrestling fashion, both in and out of the ring. Today, we're starting things off by examining the best and worst looks of 2020, but first, a segment we melodramatically call Merch Watch. Jess, how are you? I am pretty good, considering, you know, the world at large. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing just fine. I'm, I'm happy to be uh, discussing uh, wrestling looks with you again. This is, this is going to be fun. The stuff that you've shown me is already the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Far worse than anything yeah. I could have imagined. Um, yeah, we did this podcast independently for a while. Um, but A, there was nobody around to cut us off. So it was like two and a half hours of... <laughs> Us laughing at each other's jokes, uh, which is too long, mm-hmm. and we didn't have a an actual producer, uh, so I had to do like bare bones, bad audio editing, and it was um, real bobo, as the kids say. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're happy to be doing this under the fanbite umbrella because um, it will actually be coherent uh, and not take up two and a half hours of your time. Yeah. No guarantees, but yeah. Um, did you want to start with uh, with your your piece of merchandise first? Because you had um, you had a couple of things that you sent my way, uh, like some some all of which was like seasonal. There were like towels and masks, and you know all kinds of yeah. horrible ephemera. Um, but what, what did you what did you want to start with? Yeah. So at first, uh, I was like, let's talk about the fact that. Um, half or more of the AEW masks that they uh, have just put up are like riffs on the white supremacist skull mask uh, that like members of various, you know, different neo-Nazi gangs, uh, Adam Waffen and uh, Iron March both wear, um, which is just like the bottom half of your face is a skull. Um, And for like they have done this in various iterations for different wrestlers and it doesn't make any sense because with the exception of the couple of luchadors like they don't have that or darby allen who you know wears the skull face paint right like they don't have skulls on the bottom of their faces so it doesn't make any sense yeah um and also you know maybe they should read the room Um, and then I was like, oh, wait, I have something more specific to talk about in the AEW merch first. And it is the AEW heels towel, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, so AEW, like, obviously has gotten a, lo- a lot of kickback around the concept of heels, which is their membership. Uh, to their like women fan wrestling club thing the Brandy Rose is padding up um cause women wear heels get it <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's real stupid um so the heels merchandise there's a keychain which is actually like kind of cute it's a pair of heels mm-hmm. whatever it's it's decent and then there's the towel which is like really bad clip art of uh, a shoe and a wine glass, and then like 
real bare bones heels written in just like some generic font. Right. Devil Wears like, Prada font. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it looks like uh, it makes me think of like the that like the Real Housewives of uh, New York like skinny girl wine brand. Like it, yes. looks, it looks like that to me. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So ugly. I don't know. And I'm impressed with the fact that, like, A, they put no thought into it, and B, they got so much kickback around the name, and people really fucking hated it. Sorry to swear. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they got so much kickback around the name, and, like, then just, like, leaned into all of the things that people hated about the name. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, For the graphic design. And, like, the thing that people hated the most, which was, like, charging women money for a uh, space where they could talk about wrestling and then s- stretching that out further by charging more money for merchandise. <laughs> um, it's good. It's a good grift. AEW heels. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I don't know everything about it. Like you, you, you said clip art. And I think that that's, that's what it is essentially is it looks like stock clip art. Um, like if you typed in heels on like a windows 98 computer, like that would pop up, um, on MS paint or something like that. It's not yeah, like you could have made it in print shop yeah. in like the late nineties. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I still don't know what any of the actual benefits of, of membership are. Like if I'm not getting the towel with membership, like if I have to buy the towel in addition to membership, like what's the like what's the point like if they wanted to go nuts with this like if AEW heels becomes like the savage x fenty brand of of wrestling merchandise um i would support that but this is this is a week this is a week launch this is a week launch this is uh it's it's less rihanna and more like lady gaga's makeup on amazon.com like no one talks about it except for like in kind of like closet of shame like if you got this you wouldn't want to admit it to anybody um oh yeah house labs nobody <laughs> nobody talks about house yeah labs. nobody talks about house labs i forgot what it was called like um yeah i can't believe i remembered which is a sign of my brain poisoning yeah yeah um and it's just like you know the, the they do it to themselves like lady gaga probably shouldn't have gone into makeup like one person knocked out of the park you don't need to follow her um aw heels i like i'll never understand the point of it like seriously if i'm not getting this towel with my membership package what the fuck is the point like it makes no sense yeah and said and it's like 25 bucks i think yeah at least the towel is at least if i spend that much money on a mask like i can remind myself that wrestling shouldn't be happening while wearing a mask about wrestling Right. Yeah. Tw- and also, like, a mask is, like, a, a useful thing. Yeah. Like, imagine taking this, like, crappy heels. This directed garment uh, towel. Print to, <laughs> to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, putting it in the wash, like, one time, it comes out looking, like, acid washed. Yeah. yeah. No, this, like. But, I mean, of course it is, because it's going to, it's print on demand, so it's going to look like shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I am kind of impressed with the hustle, though, like. They'll print on any goddamn thing now. Like it was, it was amazing when oh, yeah. they decided they were going to do shoes. But like now they got towels. They're doing flags. They're doing yard signs. They got it all. And uh, this is 
this is I don't even I like all right like in full full disclosure the heels towel is not even the worst towel the worst towel is the young bucks towel <laughs> like that's yeah. the worst one oh, yeah. um the young bucks towel is atrocious yeah but that's you know it it feels like it feels like cheating to mention the young bucks the masks though like what what is the deal with skulls in wrestling now like i remember when there was like one guy with a skull and then there was like well there wasn't ever just one guy because like dr death steve williams had a skull and steve austin had a skull and the world seemed pretty set on skull wrestlers for like a long time (laughs) um but now like everybody everybody has a damn skull and it makes sense for nobody like Sean Spears is the the, the, the fucking 10 guy. Like, he's the 10 guy. He still does 10 guy things in his matches. Why has he got a skull? Like, like, what's so fucking cool about him? Like, why does Kenny... It doesn't make any sense. Like, Kenny Omega kind of makes sense because he does the Terminator dive thingy, but, like, he's also not the fucking Terminator. Like, come on, man. Cody Rhodes... Right. Cody Rhodes having a skull. And, like, he doesn't have the Terminator face on. Yeah, like... (laughs) it's it's just weird like you have skull 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 then you have mjf uh with like a middle finger and then you have Cole cabana's face which is a kind of skull uh and maybe the least <laughs> pleasing one of all <laughs> um it is certainly it's, the most coolest it's, it's, <laughs> it's horrifying as lb as lb sends it to us in the chat it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like it looks like an open oh, target. Awful. Like if someone wants to throw like goldfish crackers into it or something, <laughs> it's just constantly open, spreading COVID through the hole that is Colt's mouth, his giant mouth that never closes. Um, I also like, you know, both of us. You work at a record store now. I have worked at record stores. We'll probably work at them again. That is the picture on the album cover that you draw the dick in. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just leaving it just wide open yes. for somebody to draw dicks <laughs> To some, like, yeah, I, to some, I, to some degree, I expect that Cole Cabana knows that's what's happening. Maybe not on the mask. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like wrestling fans, uh, wrestling fans are simultaneously the the kind of person most likely to draw a dick on an open mouth and the people least likely to find it funny when it happens to them. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I don't think that's happening on Colt's masks, but there's there's probably a fair number of Colt Cabana flyers with that action going on. Um, I also have to say that it is making me look at his facial hair oh God. really closely, and, like, it is manicured in a way that I find upsetting. <laughs> yeah you don't even get the benefit of his full chin either i feel ripped off no how much am i paying for that three-quarter chin (laughs) so you also your merch watch is also like a bad pro wrestling tease like will do anything yeah i mean Uh, pro pro wrestling tease is is constant like fish in a barrel type stuff here but um the what I what I have chosen uh, to to highlight is uh, the pro wrestling tees limited edition very important person 
cut off denim vest, uh, which is complete with <laughs> Urban Outfitters, it, uh, Urban Outfitters style distressing. Uh, Though whether or not you are guaranteed to get the distressing that is shown on the preview pictures is unknown. Uh, and custom custom uh, Pro Wrestling Tees buttons where there are tiny skulls uh, and the words Pro Wrestling Tees emblazoned on them. Uh, and on the back, it has a back patch uh, that has a more detailed version of the skull, uh, which is, you know, just one of 700,000... Uh, wrestling-related skull shirts that Pro Wrestling Tees has put out this year. Um, like, you and I texted each other when this was released, and I think that that was kind of, like, part of the reason why we decided to start doing this again was, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we just needed an outlet for how terrible this was. Um, like, Pro Wrestling Tees... The fact that there's a a factory that makes wrestling shirts and a good 30% of their output is shirts for the wrestling shirt factory is astonishing. Uh, And the fact that 90% of those have skulls on them is concerning. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's concerning. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of skulls on this page, but to take that. Uh, and apply it to a denim vest, uh, it looks paper thin. It's like a tissue paper thin denim. Um, Something that, like, I've never seen denim that thin in my life. Um, And they're, like, I mean, I guess, you know, it's relatively speaking, considering what they charge everyone else for everything, $30 for this vest is not a bad deal. It's going to last you one wear and everybody at the indie wrestling show who isn't social distancing uh, and who like aren't wearing masks is going to gather around you and clown on you. And then you're going to get COVID. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. like, yeah. Like you are going to get made fun of so hard, so hard for wearing those things. Yeah. Like the- There's like, first of all, like nothing like less punk than a pre-made vest. <laughs> Uh, a pre-made, pre-distressed vest. Actually, it like looking at it up close, it it really looks less like a less than like a a, a denim jacket with the arms cut off than like a chambray shirt with the arms cut oh, off. Oh, you're right. Like you said, like it's really paper thin. You're totally right. That's what it is. It's not even a jacket. It's not even a jacket. It's a chambray shirt. Yeah. Um, Because it's got the collar and, like, the markings of, like, that's a shirt. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, I mean, like, the positives are, well, I guess I was going to say you could hide the fact that this is a pro wrestling tease thing. Like, because you could, you know, it's a screen print on the back, so you could sew on a different back patch and... The iron-on patches on the front are an issue, but you can put different patches over that. But you can't get rid of those buttons unless you want to just remake the whole shirt. No, so, no. So you can't. You can't hide what you're doing. No, you are cursed with those buttons. You're, you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get but, it. Uh, the the logo that they're using for it too, like it looks like a cross between like your standard issue, like Ramones parody, like the the like seal of the president of the united states of america thing but like the skull and chains in the back look like they like 
they're the um, logo for like a a very very local like cage fighting promotion from like 1999. Um, you know what? Yeah, I was gonna say it has the vibe of like um, like a kids like a, a an older boys Target shirt. Yeah. Uh, for like a fake skate company. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like that's what it looks I, like to me. Yeah, like you remember, like twelve years ago when Walmart was getting really into skulls, and then they found out yeah. like that skulls aren't always a cool thing. Like that's that's what yeah. this looks like. That's what this looks like, and yeah. that's what the majority of their like current pro wrestling tees branded merchandise section looks like. It's all of a piece, and that piece is pretty fucking terrifying <laughs> yeah yeah garbage and also like really unimaginative yeah no like depressingly unimaginative yeah it's worse than the thing that normally happens which is where they just like all right here's the logo for a pay-per-view that happened 20 years ago that's our logo right. like that that kind of thing which it turns out they have several yeah. of those as well so they're really covering all yeah. the bases but this is this is the the worst base um <laughs> it's 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 pretty bad i'm noting also that like they have not changed the washing instructions so it just says turn shirt inside out yeah and uh, also they they've not changed their um like blood oath that you have to sign where you have to be okay with like a 16 day turnaround and shoddy merchandise so that if it's wrong you can't get your money oh, yeah. back it's pretty great um yeah, I, like you might not get this shirt. You may never get like, this, whatever. but <laughs> money's money's in the bag, so we'll check y'all yeah. later. It's it's a it's a Bye. grift. Yeah, no, they're they're as good they're as good a grifters as anyone else in pro wrestling, and I guess I just have to respect that and hate them as much as I hate everyone else in pro wrestling. It's that carny spirit. It's, yeah, oh Jesus, is it ever? Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that's uh that's unless unless you have anything to add about the vest uh, i think that's merch watch um uh, yeah i do not yeah i would like to scrub my eyes clean of, that vest. <laughs> of the vest all right <laughs> um so the 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 thing that we've decided to come back together on uh in 2020 uh there has been a lot of professional wrestling this year um some would say there shouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. Yeah, some would say there shouldn't be, um, but there has been a lot, uh, and and with the uh, the bounty, uh, if you want to use the nicest possible word for uh, the absolute glut of wrestling that we've had uh, with no crowds or Best Buy TV display crowds, um, or you know people like cornering Nick Gage and screaming MDK in his face, that kind of wrestling. There have been a lot of, uh, a lot of new gimmicks, a lot of new uh, gear sets for wrestlers. Um, some of it good, some of it great. Uh, and uh, we, we're going to talk a little bit about um, kind of our, our best and, and worst dressed of the year so far um, with the caveat that um, like, I haven't really been able to watch much New Japan, uh, and I know that they tend to, like, kind of lead the field, so to speak, so far as uh, incredible outfits and costumes go. And they actually were able to run uh, the, the Dome Show in January, so I probably missed out on some some good ones uh, in what I'm going with here. But, um, Jess, did you want to maybe start us off with your, your best dress of the year? 
Sure. Um, so New Japan definitely <laughs> the leaders in that regard, but there haven't been like they have not really switched it up this year. Right. Um with a couple of exceptions. Um so I am gonna go with a couple of old favorites uh from the WWE women's division. Um Asuka always looks amazing. Uh I think that her her turn uh into uh you know her team with Kyrie and then uh who is now back in Japan, thank goodness for her. I'm glad for her. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, her uh, women's championship, like she's just refined her look to the fact where uh, the the point where it's really incredible, um, super cartoonish, uh, very it like even incorporates a little bit of the fact that she like really loves hair metal, yeah, uh, as a person, and like it's got a little bit of that of that uh, of that style to it. Um, it's a lot less like cartoonishly Japanese than it was when she started in the U.S. Because um, her looks as Kana, like in Japan, were never like that. Um, particularly, um, even though uh, you know she and Kairi were like warriors, they they kept that the the weird fetishization to mm-hmm. to a low uh, when they did the the merch or the um, gear design for that team. She looks terrific. Um, I'm super glad that she is one of the few people that have been able to escape the curse of the women's division extensions. Mm. Um, anytime a woman uh, moves up from NXT to uh, the main roster, she gets like extra extensions. Um, I don't know if it's, like, it's a policy that Vince has, um, but only a select few are able to uh, take them out. <laughs> uh, and... Um, and Asuka has been able to do that and she looks great. She's always had great um, hair. Yeah. Yeah. She looks terrific. She has a salon, right? Like, yeah, I don't know if she I still has not. one, but she, she was a hairdresser for a long time and a pro yeah. gamer, like before that was a real thing. Yeah. And a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, so she's always just had like a, such a sharp aesthetic. Um, yeah, she looks terrific. I also super love, Naomi also has always looked really great um, since she sort of took charge of her own styling. Um, all of her, like, you know, future raver gear has looked terrific. And, like, her new look, which is a Josie and the Pussycats-inspired look, um, I super love. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to call that out. Just uh, she's always looked terrific. And, like, this is a really excellent look and it made me smile because I love that movie um, and she wears that look great yeah and she posted uh, I was looking at her tweets and Instagrams and like there's been that collage of all of the different wigs that she has worn over the years and uh, also like when she has had her regular locks in um, just tops no yeah she's she's always great and yeah Josie and the Pussycats like that's a great movie to pull from like there's yeah. There's a lot of iconic fashion in that film. Um, totally. Yeah, like she's she's great. And it's like a perfect zeitgeisty look for right now because uh, all of the the looks um, that like current fashion is pulling from uh, is all from the late '90s and early 2000s. So she's referencing that in a really smart, cool way. Yeah, I, like I don't know. I feel like both like she and Asuka are fairly like their gimmicks are 
so adaptable to both like personality and like whatever's like quote unquote current. But like, I really love uh, the fact that like both of them have these things that like highlight like the loudest part of their gimmick, like the, the boots that change colors every time she makes a step, like those are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, when Asuka started using mist and started like doing the, uh, like the green slime coming from her eyes, uh, makeup wise like that, yeah. that's such a good look and it's remained like an incredible look for as long as she's done it. Um, yeah, both of them, totally. both of them They're look both great. so visual. Yeah. Like, have this like really smart, like really like really really smart really adoptable like you said um really sharp visual aesthetics that like really stand out and also are like able to accommodate like pretty much whatever turn uh they're given in the storyline yeah like very just very adaptable um yeah great choices um particularly yeah and I wanted to just give a, a quick shout to to uh, uh, to Zelina Vega's Aaliyah's inspired outfit from Raw, uh, which I saw photos of. I have not watched Raw in eight million years, but I saw <laughs> photos of that today, and um, I thought it was really adorable and sweet. Um, she also is somebody who like looks great a lot of the time, uh, but I really loved her little Aaliyah outfit, the little hot pants that reference. Um, the baggy pants from like a really iconic photo shoot. Yeah. Um, and uh, a shout to the most fashionable and best commentator that WWE has ever had, uh, Renee Young, who is taking off for uh, parts unknown, possibly AEW. Who knows? Rumors are to be believed, but just like a um, long rest. Yeah, <laughs> like she needs she she deserves like a nap. Yeah, like <laughs> she. She rules. I'm like, I'm really glad for her that she is like free of that super grueling schedule right now. Um, but like, constantly the best fits. Like, anywhere backstage, uh, she looks great all the time. So, shouts to Renee. Yeah, she changed the game so far as that's concerned. Like, that sounds ludicrous to say, but like, if you if you put, um, like Renee Young next to just about like any other person who's been in her role like she just blows them out of the water like no no question yeah. like um in, in every regard yeah like like and it's not even she's great at calling matches yeah she looks great and she learned all of that stuff kind of on the fly too like she yeah um she's up there like so far as like non-wrestling personalities goes and specifically as like a backstage person like she's she's up there with like gene okerlund like and that's that's the top of the mountain um yeah yeah huge loss for them uh and if she doesn't come back to wrestling in some way shape or form really kind of a loss for everybody like she was a tremendous voice and uh like you said like god she brought like serious serious outfits (laughs) like every every pay-per-view um yeah yeah I don't know. Every time I would be like, "What's her name?" Wear? Yeah, like it's <laughs> like, worth. It's almost worth watching the pre-show so just for that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my best dressed uh, is also fairly recent, uh, and also plays into the uh, the concept of 
things that are important to one's storyline or gimmick because I am still in total awe of uh, Seth Rollins' uh, get-up from SummerSlam, uh, which was uh, pretty much lifted from Rey Mysterio Jr.'s uh, outfit at Halloween Havoc 1997, uh, which was fucking amazing uh because if there's one thing like <laughs> yeah uh like it's it's perfect like ray's like purple and black like airbrushed bodysuit getting updated and made into like seth's like pants and vest look um like seth really pulled it off and like the the reason for it being like to kind of wear your rivals like most famous gear to the ring on an occasion where you're attempting to beat the shit out of his kid that's like chef's kiss incredible stuff to me like now all i want is yeah. the alternate universe where like ted dibiase did that when he was going to beat up dusty Rhodes's kid <laughs> like the million dollar man and a bunch of polka dots <laughs> it's like one of the to call back to I think maybe the first episode of the show we ever did, like the Rick Rude airbrush pants. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, like airbrushing your pants. That's <laughs> like an insult. That's an insult <laughs> with like the face of your opponent's wife. <laughs> so sick. So good. Or uh, like painting your painting like your opponent's face on your ass, like with the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. It's so good. And like meanwhile, this dude is standing on the outside. And, like, is being forced to watch you beat up your kid while dressed up as you in your prime. <laughs> like, uh, it was, it's so good. And, like, it it helps that the the match I thought was fantastic. Like, I, you, you, you texted me and was like, should I watch SummerSlam? And I was like, nah, probably not. And then I turned it on and it was just incredible. <laughs> like, the show was really great until the end. Um like and like this Surprise. yeah like this like the Seth Rollins Dominic match was was like a huge part of it and like I was freaking out and bit into it like a hundred percent like from word go of course no one mentioned it like no one on commentary uh even noticed that Seth had like question marks on his gear to let alone <laughs> what he was copying from um but you know that's just that's just a, a little subtlety to uh to children who were nine years old when Halloween Havoc 97 happened it was for me uh and Bad. and for a bunch of other people um but yeah I don't know like there's there's something about that that like yeah I was 18 and definitely launched that with like a bunch of college friends yeah so, yeah you funny. had you that I, I don't know if that made you a cool college student it would have made me a lame one but that's you know it, I wasn't a popular kid either I watched it alone <laughs> in my room um god oh just what a what a great outfit what a great match um you know he if he really wanted to take it to the next level he could have worn an eye patch to like really take things up a notch with ray yeah. um yeah i don't know like have you have you gotten to see much of that outfit like um the concept yeah, is i saw yeah. lots i just saw lots of photos of it online it looked amazing i like what a sick choice yeah truly purple's an underrated um, color too for for ring gear yeah yeah it is it looked really stark. It like fit really perfectly with like his current aesthetic. Um, it even looked good with that stupid jacket of, like over it, which is an impressive feat because I don't like that jacket. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, terrific. I really, I, I really appreciated it, which is yeah. not something I thought I would say about a Seth Rollins outfit in 2020. Yeah, right or ever. Period. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The only, like my only complaint gear wise with that match was that like Dominic was wearing a hood, like a hoodie type vest, and not once was he pulled down to the mat by that hood. Not once. So. Uh, wrestling may or may not be real, uh, based on, based on that. Um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, congratulations to Seth Rollins, uh, on, on your like first lifetime compliment, uh, (laughs) over from my end of, of the microphone. Um, doesn't happen very often, but God, like everything about that. I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, I just hope that he doesn't wear this more than twice. Like it should just be a one-time only thing. One-time only gear is always always good in my book. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about your your worst dressed of the year? Um, it's a tough call because like I feel like a lot of people really like some real middling looks out there. Um, but I feel like we have, uh, perhaps been, um, a little hard on the Young Bucks in the past, but I really still think that their look is absolutely terrible, and they need to fix it. Because it hasn't um, changed so ever. The once again. No. <laughs> it has not changed in, like, substantive, substantially in their, like, entire career. Yeah. Um, and also the, like, combination of streamers. Like, streamers look great when you're doing, like, double fine super kicks, right? Like, right. They look great. But you have to figure out a way to incorporate them into your gear that doesn't make it look like you are the dude outside of the car wash. Like, <laughs> the giant inflatable guy. Yeah. Because that's what they look like. They look like the Bailey Buddies. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that, they look like that. It's, it's, it's real bad. Um, they also look like what, like a clean cut Mormon kid would think a biker looks like. Right. Uh, on top of that, it's like a real mishmash of styles. Right. Looks real bad. Like a safe biker. The ponytails are bad. Like all of it is is really unfortunate and they need to fix it so i'm sorry to the young bucks uh i feel that i'm coming down on them a little hard but <laughs> you gotta fix it man like i mean i don't know if you're coming down hard on the young bucks i don't know if you're if you're being like you can't be mean enough to the young bucks about the way that they look <laughs> um <laughs> Like they really like activate the like I think because they are such like like earnest uh, young Christian lads right. that like they really activate the like I want to shove you into a locker like bully part of me and it, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for me, it's one of these things where like the the few that they've had with the revival for some god awful reason has included old old men tag teams from like 400 million years ago i say that knowing yeah. full damn well when the brain busters and the rock and roll express were a thing as if i don't love both of them but 
like you have the young bucks constantly like oh well we we're the young bucks and you know back in their day the rock and roll express were the young bucks of their day and it's like yeah you know what they were because they wore the same shitty outfits you did 30 years ago (laughs) like also you are not young anymore like no like It's like one of those things where like I, I I don't know what I was watching, but they were talking about kind of like the uh the evolution of um Shawn Michaels, like the jump that he made gear wise from like the the rockers to the heartbreak kid and like right. how like you know, the rockers look like if you took a pair of lime green tights and like stapled some crepe paper from Party City to it. Like yeah. the yeah, yeah. like the young it was a very <laughs> budget look. Yeah, like but that's like the aesthetic that that the young bucks are coming from. Only they have uh-huh. money, and Sean Hi- right. Sean Hickenbottom did not in like 1989. <laughs> um, so like right. you're you're approaching like taste like it's the problem where like a lack of taste is is like in a T-bone car accident with having too much money for your own good. Uh, and the end result is, uh, like a veritable cornucopia of like outfits that like Macho Man Randy Savage would probably find a little bit too much, uh, on most nights. Um, they've got so much, so much, and it really only accentuates the super kick. And I really don't care about super kicks anymore. Um, neither. It really only does, and like, also, why do they have them on their arms? Then? Yeah, yeah, no, you should and only in <laughs> the exact spot. Like, this is a this is a bad, uh, this is a bad uh, observation for me to have as a former drug user. Like, it is in the exact spot where you tie off. Jeez, oh, <laughs> like, so that is also really distracting. Like, uh, like, I keep I don't know. It's bad. It, it looks stupid. I mean, what I was gonna say is that you should really only have arm tassels if you're doing steroids. Like, that's yes. the condition. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. Like, and the young bucks—they're not—they're not body guys. Like, that's not their thing. No. Like, you know, they—they no. they could do steroids. No. They would look exactly the same. Um, <laughs> they would lose their cracker barrel contract they would lose their hair faster than they're losing it right now uh, which would mean that the headband would creep up you'd end up with like a hulk hogan do-rag situation um, like, <laughs> that horrible look where it's like a like a like a ring around a ring yes Yes. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. So. So there is room. There is room. They haven't hit bottom yet. Like we have not found bottom for the young bucks. Um, but the fact that they like haven't changed their year or like aged makes me think a lot about like you know like current YouTube influencers right. like Jojo Siwa or whatever who like are stuck in being young forever. Oh. Um. And I like. I just really want them to like transition out of it <laughs> because like it's upsetting that they're stuck there too. That the young bucks are stuck. Yeah. I mean, whatever. They're getting paid. <laughs> like, yeah, so long. So long fair. as people watch their YouTube show, like I guess they're they're stuck with it. Um, that's the bed they made. Uh, 
Yeah, they really haven't, like, I, I'm trying to think of, like, how far back my frame of reference for the Young Bucks goes, and I think it's TNA, and, yeah, like, the... that's where I yeah, first started seeing them, and it's the same gear. Only fewer tassels, so better. Yeah. Better gear back then, <laughs> when, when people did not yes. know who they were as much. See, it's money. Money's the problem. Should have never started giving those boys power. They're wild with it now. Just too many tassels. Eventually, they're just gonna like be covered in tassels. Yeah. And, like, yeah. When you're, th- it's just gonna be tassels all the way down. It's like Orville Peck. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Now I want the Young Bucks to lose like a loser leaves town match so that they can do an Orville Peck gimmick. <laughs> It'd be amazing. I mean, so many tassels. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) full nudie suit, full tassels. Shit, they've done that. They dress like Elvis once. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they've already done it. Oh my god. They just need a mask. They're ahead of the game. Yeah, they could have like mask tassels. Right. Yeah, they could do all kinds of things. This is why doesn't the like young bucks face mask have tassels on it? Oh, oh man, they could charge an extra ten bucks for that. Yeah. See, <laughs> we're better at thinking about merch options than, than they are. are. Yeah, that's the that's the curse. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, our producer. <laughs> said <laughs> producer Hunt Tears yeah. just said PWT doesn't have fringe technology which I presume is true um yeah yeah I, I, I am also they can they can pre-distress a denim shirt <laughs> denim but they shirt. cannot fringe out anything <laughs> yeah tassels tassels cost extra um yeah <laughs> um who is your worst dress? My my worst it's a dress. Good one. Your your pick is good. Yeah, initially, like initially, I was gonna go with with Bray Wyatt. Um, he was he was my worst dressed because he has dressed in three distinct personae, and all three of them look like they would be the featured villain of different franchises of Law and Order. But in all truth, the worst dressed wrestlers of the year are Retribution, a group that has not yet wrestled a single match, um, but eventually will i i think uh and when they do uh they're already like you know it'll be interesting to see what happens uh when they wrestle in like full body black with like hoodies uh ski masks gloves combat boots kind of thing um i've i've complained a lot about retribution i wrote an entire article about how insulting the idea is as you know somebody who's been on the streets and somebody who as you know done activist work and blah 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 and all of that's really boring um when thinking about their aesthetic because to me like what's what's truly disappointing about retribution is that no effort went into vince mcmahon's like nightmare future super soldier antifa contingent uh and like this is a company that has done like yeah (laughs) go ahead go ahead yeah they look so lumpy yeah like (laughs) which like but honestly like i am a lumpy person uh and if i am wearing like a a, like a a hoodie and like 
over a shirt, over, you know, jeans or whatever. Like, I somehow look less lumpy than they do. Yeah, it's so weird. And I don't so know weird. how that's possible. Um, it's, it's real weird. Um, they look really lumpy. They look like... Unhappy, yeah, <laughs> in like a way that is not like I don't know, like, well, like, like when you see people masked up at like at a protest and you see black lock, like, those are looks like born out of survival, and they are also a whole lot cooler looking than whatever is happening with retribution, yeah, um, 100%. I mean, these dudes, like, Retribution right now just look like, you know, 6 to 8 to 12, however many people keep showing up, people who are about to ask the manager of the shoe department where the no-slip shoes are because they just scored a gig dishwashing over the weekend. Like, they don't yeah. they don't look like anything. Like, they look like normal people, which is fine. Like, that's kind of what they're going after. But this is this is wrestling, and... Like I've been watching a lot of a lot of uh, WWF New Generation wrestling lately, which is the era in which people had fantastical jobs, uh, like being a garbage man uh, outside oh, yeah. of their job as a, yeah. as a pro wrestler. But like they would right. take these like normal things and make them look like wrestling somehow, and right. that hasn't happened here, and it's really disappointing. No. Um, like it's so disappointing. No, it's just like the lumpiest, saddest people ever. Yeah, just yelling. Yeah, like in a mournful way. I I would love to know. <laughs> they don't even sound like they're fired up. They don't even sound like they're like just ready to kick some ass. Like yeah, they sound like they are slowly dying. Which like <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're protesting <laughs> against. The slow death (laughs) of being in WWE. They are. Admittedly, they are stuck in a company that is going to give them COVID. But, like, I don't know. It's real sad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, I just keep thinking, like, all right, like, so other other real world things that that have had looks in WWE. Diesel, he's a truck driver. He also looks fucking sick as hell. Way cooler than any truck driver I've ever met. Uh, mm-hmm. You have, like, the goon, a hockey player. He has boots that look like ice skates that's sick as hell. Like, how, like, Nails, I guess, looks vaguely like a prisoner. Uh, big Boss Man, he's a police officer, authentic enough that he has a Confederate flag on his shoulder. Like, Where's where's that level of attention to what's going on here? Like how come how come I can't have like literally make IRS look cooler yeah. than these dudes? That is sad. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Like I, where's my rock and wrestling anti-fascists? That's what I want. Like, come on, man. Like, there's there's no color anywhere else in the world right now except pro wrestling. Like Yes, I want to be – I mean, I don't want to be terrified by these people because odds are I agree with their aims until it turns out that they're a front for the Miz or some bullshit. But, like, I want to be with them. I also – I want them to look ridiculous. Like, none of these fucking cargo shorts. One of these people looks like they're wearing Uggs. Someone else is wearing Converse. Like, get the fuck out of here with all of that. Yeah. I want I want you out there in boots that have, like, the anarchy symbol on it. Like, I want someone to have, like, a flag least, somewhere. The army surplus store, my God. Yeah, yeah. Like, just do something. Like, you have all the money in the world. 
and you fired a bunch of other people so you have even more fucking money and you just told your dudes to go out like at 12:45 the day before the show and just find some black stuff and wear it if they could like that's fucking bullshit. Not all of these guys are wearing yeah. gloves. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're, yeah. they're ineffectively masked. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. Like, at least be ridiculous. Yeah. So I yeah. hate them. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> they're, they're awful. And they're really awful. When they, when they fucking get in the ring and wrestle, they're just gonna look like... Do you remember, like, Bull Buchanan? Like... Mm-hmm. How they would like just like there have been WWE wrestlers in the past who have dressed exactly like this in their gimmick as private security contractor, which wow, what a what a what a thrilling gimmick that was. <laughs> uh and they never went anywhere because they look like a bouncer at a bar down the street from the arena. That's right. what they're about to do to six people that they're calling up from NXT. That's fucking awful, and they should be ashamed. Um yeah. yeah, it's it's the worst gimmick of the year. It's the worst attired group of wrestlers potentially in history. Uh and that that covers a lot of ground. Uh there have been like Degeneration X exists. They looked terrible outside of China. Um yeah. and Shawn Michaels, his gear yes. was pretty good. But like, you know, fucking X Pac existed in DX Green and Black for like 30 years, and I would rather look at the various permutations of that than than retribution. It's no good. Uh, the silver and black yeah, NWO, way better. Like, this sucks. Yeah, give them, you know what they should all have? They should all have the Shockmaster helmet. Yes! They should all have that fucking bedazzled Stormtrooper helmet. Yes! <laughs> that would be sick. Oh, man. Maybe they didn't do that. Like, doesn't, uh, doesn't Mustafa Ali have, um, he's got, like, a Bane mask, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe they couldn't go yeah. with like cool helmets uh <laughs> because they didn't want to they yeah. didn't want to step on his gimmick, but uh I don't know. Like they yeah, they I mean, I just love a callback yes. to that ridiculous bedazzled. Yeah, and then mask cuz yeah, it was so good. They're essentially doing what he did, like breaking through walls and like giggling and shit. Yeah, like that's exactly. <laughs> like the shockmaster kind of falling over in a sad Yeah, the, like the shockmaster is like I would say like, you know, at least 30% of the attendees at any given major protest these days. It's like an amiable dude in yeah. in like a flannel shirt, like, you know, He's ready to shock the world, but he's also on an, on a clock. He's going to leave before the shit gets real. Um, right. Yeah, Retribution could have borrowed from that. <laughs> they should have borrowed from that. I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. It would have. It would have looked cooler. Yeah, it would have like looked way cooler than this. Like, oh man, we really got to find a way to give Rob Van Dam the title. I guess we're going to have Edge dress up like a riot gear man, but give him a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like that kind of thing where it's like here's the here's the inverted comma or like the quotation mark surprise um only the surprise is always disappointing because you put zero effort into its initial presentation just put these motherfuckers in a gift box like right. Abdul with the butcher like do something fun right right, <laughs> right. Um, like, i want them to like, pop out from somewhere i want them to uh yeah I want them to do like something surprising and interesting and cool, and instead, yeah, just slow motion, or at least make fun of us thing. a little bit harder. Yeah. Like y'all are supposed to be yeah. millennials. Like you're not busting on each other for these fucking shitty costumes. <laughs> like, yes, I don't know. 
No, the whole thing is so it's so joyless. Yeah. Like, I think that's the that is truly the worst part of it because like wrestling even in its like direst, stupidest Vince McMahon watched Fox News once <laughs> and decided that this was his new villain. Yeah. Uh like You just imagine Vince McMahon saying the word Antifa. Oh, I don't. Like, like, I imagine that he says it like Trump. I imagine he says like Tifa. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It like puts the stress on the second syllable. Um, or like him directing like these children and what he thinks anarchy looks like. Yeah, in his like horrible Vince McMahon voice. They're they're essentially like the Repo Man. Uh, only, yeah. <laughs> only, only way less cool looking. Like. None of these dudes has a trench coat with the letters Repo Man spelled out with old tires. That's sick as hell. What the hell is this? Right. right. What the hell is this? None of them have retribution <laughs> written down. Fucking Black Block Antifa I show up with stuff. what they fucking look like. What they look they? like stage crew. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they look like stage crew. Like during the show, like where they're like yeah. working with the rigging yeah. or something like that, but you, you're not supposed to see them. Exactly. Oh my god. Like they're turning they are turning that like wooden thing behind the curtain at a high school for like performance of To like move the scene along. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Oh. Maybe that's why they're pissed. This is a this is (laughs) Yeah, this is like a labor a labor rights thing. Yeah, exactly. It should be. Oh, if it was, I would I would love this so much. Like, the first time one of them talks about being forced to show up, despite being, like, immunocompromised, I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Next level genius. <laughs> you've, you've done it again, Vince. You pulled me back in. <laughs> <sighs> that seems like a good place to maybe wrap things up. Yeah. Um, Can you say... Yeah, so, um, all right, so thank you for joining us uh, on the first episode of Gear Switch. Um, Again, I am Colette Arend. I am a staff writer at FanFight. You can find me on Twitter at Colette Arend. My name is spelled C-O-L-E-T-T-E-A-R-R-A-N-D. Um, if you could rate and review our podcast on iTunes, uh, shout us out. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't like. Uh, or, you know, don't spare us on the stuff that you didn't like. Just tell us what you liked. Um, and check out Jess. Uh, Jess, where are you uh, locatable at these days? Um, I am on Twitter at Modernist Witch. Um Like, it's called like it sounds. <laughs> um, and uh yeah you can find my writing uh all over the internet um i i'm available there uh i should not be on twitter as much as i am but i am all right uh and you can read more coverage uh of professional wrestling over at fan bites wrestling section fan fight which you can find at fanbite.com slash wrestling uh as well as all of our other wrestling podcasts at fanbite.com slash podcasts uh thank you very much to our editor lb uh and who was also the section head of fan fight and we'll see y'all next month bye